Hello and welcome back to our podcasts. If you like the content you're watching, especially in these last few days, we've been surveying. And if you like the content, make sure you like and subscribe and even leave a comment. That's a huge blessing to us and for the YouTube algorithm. If you want to witness or help people out and find our content better, help us out. Subscribe and like and comment. But anyways, today's podcast is from the book of 1 Corinthians. Now, if I were to tell you a story that took place in a church, you would probably start to picture the different rooms in the church building, in our church building, if you've ever been here. If I told you that it was snowing outside, you would then get an idea of the time or at least the season that the story was taking place in. If I told you that it happened on Sunday when there was no one at the church, it could mean either that it was taking place in 2020 or it was in the afternoon. Now, what you were just doing in your mind's eye was deducing the context. You figured out roughly the time and location. So if I were to tell you something like, I went surfing, you would understand that it wasn't on a surfboard, but more like maybe web surfing. Because there's no sea near the church building. That just makes sense. So when you read the Bible, it is good to get a historical context of the things Paul mentions in his stories or even throughout scripture when you read something. To know why, where, how, and what is taking place. That being said, let me read you the passage from 1 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 9 to 10 and then let me give you some information to help you get some context. So, 1 Corinthians 5, verse 9 and 10. Here we go. It says, I wrote unto you in an epistle not to company with fornicators, yet not altogether with the fornicators of this world, or with the covetous, or extortioners, or with idolaters, for then must ye needs go out of the world. Something about Corinth that you need to know is that Corinth was a very rich city because of its geography. Corinth found itself in a spot called an isthmus. The isthmus is a small piece of land that is between two different seas. So when Julius Caesar, the emperor of Rome, uh, was having his campaign and he took control of Corinth, they began a business that would help to finance the campaigns of the Roman Empire. The business was about ship moving. What they would do is lay down logs at the dock of one side of the ship, and then some men would pull on the ship. Using this technique, they would be able to move a whole ship over the land to the other sea without the ship having to spend days at sea trying to go around. This shortcut took a few hours, though, and Corinth was also known for something else. Now, it just so happened that the goddess Aphrodite was revered in this city. Her temple was found on this giant rock that was famous in Corinth called the Acrocorinth. How the Greeks worshipped this goddess was by having slaves that accompanied the men. By slaves 
I mean, they were practically harlots. The bottom line being that they believed they were honoring their goddess by committing fornication with these slaves. So Corinth was a very perverted city. This temple and that isthmus were considered as great money makers for the city. The merchants and traders on these ships not only used the isthmus, but for the time that it took to move the ship from one end to another, they would go and spend their money on these illicit pleasures. So you could almost say that Corinth was like a modern-day Las Vegas. We have probably all heard the saying, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Usually that doesn't mean anything good, but Corinth in these ancient times, they themselves had a saying. In the Greek language, there was a saying called living as a Corinthian. And to the Greeks, it was like calling someone who had no control over their seeking for pleasure. Someone who lived a life of debauchery was what the Greeks considered a Corinthian. Now, when you look back at the verses we read, Paul is trying to point out that Christians ought not to live the way the world would live. The Corinthian church had fornication taking place within the church itself, and they were proud of it. Even if the population of Corinth was living a life of debauchery and sodomy, though culture may say that certain things should be done in an order to be a part of the culture, Christ sets us free from those cultural norms. God's call for every Christian is to live a separated Christian life. And that is what Paul is trying to push as well in the book of Corinthians. And perhaps this will give you a greater understanding as you read the next time through 1st and 2nd Corinthians. It would give you a better understanding of what is actually taking place and why Paul had to talk the way he did. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you, Lord, for this day. And I pray, Lord, for every Christian listening to this podcast that they would live a separated life, separate from the world. If the world were to see Christians, they would see Christ, not just another person in this world. I pray, Lord, that you would help us to shine our light in these dark days especially. We thank you, Lord, and we praise you, and we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening. We upload a new podcast each weekday at 6 a.m. For more info, check the link in the description below.